this is base. You're cleared for departure, Amity 6. Have a good trip. 10-4, well, time to start our podcast. Wave goodbye to the happy land lovers, and we're off. Well, good day, everybody, and welcome to the No New Friends podcast, the best and only podcast of its kind. My name is Scott. Mary. And Chris. And we'll be your hosts today. Now it's time for the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Come on, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. That's right. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast with your hosts, Scott and Mary. Hey. And Chris. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Very nice. As always, please connect with us on Facebook, No New Friends Podcast, the Instagram, no.new.friends.podcast, our YouTube channel. We're closely getting to, uh, we're getting closer to a thousand subscribers. We need that thousand, so please help us out. And then also our, nominate us for Orlando Weekly's Best of Orlando competition under the category Best Local Color, Best Local podcast please visit our patreon www.patreon.com slash no new friends podcast if you want to play in our fantasy football league that's the only way you can do it you got to be a ten dollar a month member and there's a whole bunch of bonus and exclusive content i work really hard to try to get those videos up early and uh, you get all the videos you don't get just the one video that goes uh, public on YouTube, you get all of them, the ones that are private videos, as Mary would say. And uh, yeah, I believe services. Make sure you check them out if you're in the Orlando area. I believe services. They've been cleaning my house for the last five years. They do a hell of a job. Give them a call, 407-928-4595, or check them out on their website, I believe services.us, or on Facebook, that's in the Orlando area. And make sure you tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. All right, this is, I've been looking forward to this episode for since we decided to do it so mary took the words out of my mouth i know mary is out mary is at the great movie ride or the great wolf lodge something like that yeah she's super she's been sending us pictures and text messages she's having mm-hmm. a, a hell of a good time uh creating content as she's there so she is not here with us but you're going to hear her voice because this is kind of a unique take on a best of episode so this is the great movie ride the, this, this is, is the, the great, great movie, movie ride, ride the podcast the ride Yeah, this is a history of the No New Friends podcast. You know, look, it's a podcast. If you ever want to go back and listen to an old episode, you just go back and listen to that old episode. It's not (laughs) like, you know, real radio where, you know, once it's gone, it's gone. And then occasionally you get to hear a best of. So we're not going to be playing entire segments. That's just silly. What we are going to do is we're going to kind of give you the history of each episode and kind of tell you about what was happening behind the scenes that day or different things that we were thinking about. I'm sure Chris has some questions or some things will come up. So it's going to be a very interactive type episode. Well, interactive between myself and Chris. Uh, and then mixed in with them, I've got some clips from uh, my favorite moments. Uh, and then also some never before heard footage from one of our favorite episodes. Collectively, <laughs> it's probably our favorite episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, easily. Yeah. So the first thing I want to do, is, so episode one, uh, just winging it. That was our very first episode. And, and, and Chris, I don't know if you know exactly what the history of the No New Friends podcast is. 
Yeah, so I'm actually almost as interested as the listeners are because I know a little bit about the history, but I don't really know a lot of the backstories behind these episodes. So I'm really excited to kind of dig into uh, the backstories on this. Yeah, so it started, I I had another podcast in mind. It was going to be called Working Dad Jokes. So as I spent time on Real Laughs and I saw that they could record through streaming, I was like, well, why don't I, why, why don't I try that? Now, also at the very beginning of the pandemic, I wanted to do a dual Facebook Live with Mary. Oh, is that even possible? It used to be, but not anymore. Okay. I think Facebook kind of took that away. So I tried everything I could to figure this out. Couldn't figure it out. So for the first like week, my wife and I did the buffet hurricane coverage, coronavirus edition, the Scott and Rachel show. <laughs> And we went nice, Facebook nice and Live. short, uh, concise yeah, name, right? Well, because I uh, and and you don't know this about me because we haven't been friends during a hurricane season yet. But I love to go Facebook Live during a hurricane. And, okay, and really, you know, I I do like news coverage. In fact, I found them on Facebook, and I've got oh, I sent them to you back in, during Hurricane Francis two thousand four, where okay. I filmed a couple right. of videos, and I've got to try to fix them up a little bit. That was back in 2004. This is kind of when it started, before Facebook was even really a thing. You were filming on your Motorola Razor. <laughs> exactly. We, we couldn't do that. So finally, one day, I'm like, you know what? I've got to figure out how to do this on Zoom. So I was kind of testing things with my, with my daughter on, on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, Messenger, on, on different things, and I couldn't, couldn't figure it out. So after playing with it for two or three days, I call my dad. And I'm like, hey, are you available to jump on Zoom real quick? And he said, no, I'm not. So then I call Mary. Mary, are you available to jump on Zoom real quick? I just want to record us talking for 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Probably never do anything with it unless it's really cool. And then we'll we'll kind of do it. And look, our first episode was not fantastic, but naturally there's a, there's a, a there's an on-air chemistry. There's a, a nice back and forth that a natural back and forth that Mary and I have through our friendship. So this was the first episode, this, this impromptu zoom call. Yes. Yep. It was. Now, did she have any inkling of, uh, that you were going to turn this into a podcast or I, yeah, of course, when I told her about working dad jokes, she's like, well, why aren't you and I doing one? Because you Uh, you know how, you know how she gets. And I was like, well, yeah, we can do the Scott Mary show. That first episode, I said, well, what if, if we decide to do this podcast, what should we call it? Because if we like this, I I do want to publish it. She's like, naturally, no new friends. So she came up with the name No New Friends Podcast. Which is brilliant. I, yeah, it, it's, it's super cute. But when people ask me, like, what is, the, what is it about? Why No New Friends? I really don't have an answer for that. <laughs> so this, uh, this was basically Mary's audition. Yeah. And she killed yeah. it. Oh, of course she killed it. I mean, like we said uh, the other night when we were recording, she's, she is the star of this show. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm kind of the anchor and the the creative kind of coming up with different concepts and and topics she's she's the star yeah and, and and you're kind of the the fill i'm the, the random guy from new jersey <laughs> exactly everyone every podcast needs one exactly so uh moving on to episode number two which was mimosa mary versus martini mary this was our first full-length episode it was a 45 minute episode mm-hmm. This is the start of the uh, the loose tooth hell that I went through with my daughter. And we I we're talking about this damn loose tooth from actually episode one until episode nine is when the the damn tooth finally comes out. This is and that was the a, loose tooth chronicles. Yeah, that was a span over a span of like three or four weeks. <laughs> it, it was also like our this is when I realized that we have a problem talking about alcohol 
too much in, in our drunk stories. Uh-huh. Because in episode one, we talk, we, we kind of touch on my bachelor party. And then in episode two, there was a whole design segment about what is our drunk go-to. Okay. And mine being, I, I can't be trusted with my phone. I, I hosted a super spreader <laughs> event at my house nice. after drinking at Universal. But one thing that really came out and, and is a theme through a couple episodes is my wife and her reputation for having a great snack spread out always. Oh, I, yeah. This, it's the uh, thing of legends I've heard. It, exactly. And this story actually starts with, um, or this segment, the, the, the clip that I'm about to play actually starts with Mary and I went to a wedding expo for work and got a little, little tipsy. And my wife, we were dating at the time. We weren't living together. She lived nearby and I give her a call. So let's take a listen to that real quick. My wife is super, it, like she gets mad at me if I have anybody over and she hasn't had time to prepare snacks. Here this and I'm aware of this. I, I know. So probably like one of the first couple times you and my wife hung out, you and I went to a, a wedding expo. Oh my gosh. I remember that. Yes. So, oh man. So, so I couldn't help it. There was champagne. There were male strippers. What's right. a girl to do? Okay, middle of the workday, it's fine. So oh, Mary and I, this was a Sunday. We were we were managers together at a restaurant. We decided that we wanted to expand our uh, wedding business, wedding catering business. So we're like, well, let's go to this wedding expo. I'm like, okay, I love weddings. I'm going to be planning a wedding at some point soon. So we're like, yeah, let's let's do it and all that. I didn't know they were going to have booze there. We were a victim of circumstance. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I had all they had was like Yingling champs and some some wines and all that. So five or six Yinglings, and then no, you bit. drank champagne with me. I, d I definitely did not drink champagne. Yes, you did because we have a picture of you and I together oh, making a sad yes. face with the you're champagne. Right. You're right. You're right. And the highlight of your day is they had uh, <sighs> a male stripper review. They did, and you They're know, also advertising I wasn't bachelor bachelorette parties. I wasn't expecting it, but I wasn't mad about it. You right. know, it's it so, was a good view. So we had to go back to work, but we had a nice little buzz on. And, we, and this is before I moved in with my wife. We had just started dating probably only, you know, two, three months. Yeah, ago. I mean, we did roll. Like, I was cheap speaker status. Like, I was buzzing hard. Like, yeah. it was not a good situation. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's funny. <laughs> it was not a good situation. So oh. so I, I, I call up Rachel, and I'm like, hey, babe, Mary and I need some snacks. And I'm thinking, like, she's just going to make us lunch or something. We we get over there, and she's got a full spread of, like, sliced peppers and carrots and tomatoes and hummus and all, oh, all kinds of cheeses and stuff. Well, but also, she did put wine out to pair with it. <laughs> and that, that didn't help. It also did help. Yeah, um. <laughs> right. Well, and, and also, you know, you have to, you, you've got kind of a strict diet to have to stay away from the gluten. And the she gluten had gluten-free cookies. <laughs> I'm like, where did you get did this? We gave you about three minutes to prepare. Well, and there was an actual spread, though. Like, it was a legitimate charcuterie board. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that was from episode two, uh, Martini Mary versus Mimosa Mary. What is your wife's go-to impromptu snack tray? I mean, it's always, it's the crackers and cheese with vegetables. And the super impressive thing about that spread is she had hummus ready to go and like little peppers <laughs> sliced up ready to go. And I'm like, I just wanted a sandwich. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we roll in and it's, it's meat and cheese and, and 
veggies and fruit like it you would have thought that you were at like this nice dinner party and you had the snack trays all set up but that and and she was like well i don't really have a whole lot no she always has snacks but <laughs> true story man if 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 i we can't do an impromptu hey come on over because we have to have the snacks if we don't have the snacks it it's 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 rough if you if you ever go through my facebook or her facebook anytime there's a football game the snacks are out or there if is. there's a hurricane the snacks are out if there are people at my house the snacks are out there's something with women and just needing to to feed people mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's just like it's just like second nature like we could be out i could be out anywhere and i'll start to feel like real hungry and my mom will have crackers in her bag at all times like there's always there's always food just ready to go that brings us to episode three uncultured swine and uh, you know we we talked a lot about the the gen z stuff and and millennial mm -hmm. gen x binge worthy shows and i don't remember at one point she called me an uncultured swine and i don't remember exactly I, I think it was because she was dropping a gen z term and i was like i have no idea what that was or it wasn't gen z it was like a, a millennial term or uh -huh. something that like i should have known I was like, yeah, I have no idea what what you're talking about. This was also the first attempt at a history time with Mary. Okay. This is a segment that just did not land. We did it twice. And the first one's funny because she had no idea what I was looking for her to do. Like, we didn't really discuss it. And she right. just, she thought that she was just going to kind of drop a little history nugget be in be out she didn't know that i wanted to like add commentary to it right 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 so she's like a little bit thrown off this was also my first attempt at doing an intro into something because up until this episode we didn't have the intro into the show it was just the mm -hmm. music it wasn't the you know the now you're listening to the new friends podcast or whatever right so i'm excited for this one yeah this is the the first history time with mary and then we go right into we're going to go right into the, the next part of the same episode when we start talking about Tiger King and my wife's connection to Carol Baskin. It's time to learn something and broaden our minds in a history from Mary. Welcome. Boy, do I have a lesson for you today. On this day in history, 2004, Martha Stewart convicted of a felony for obstructing justice, lying about why she unloaded her stocks just before they plummeted, uh, AKA insider trading. Shame so, on uh, her, shame, shame on her. Shame on her. But I feel like we need to address the fact that she is one of the few people who have gone to prison and came back more relevant and more profitable. Right. So congratulations, yeah. Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> yes. Yes. Best duo of all time. Uh, Snoop and old Martha both spending time in the clank. And that was your history lesson for today. Here on the No New Friends podcast, we hope you learned something. That was history time with Mary. Till next time. Ta -ta. The the first part of the pandemic, I call that the fun part of the pandemic. Although yeah, it was a party pandemic. It, it was a party pandemic. Months. Let's buy as much alcohol as we can, stock mm -hmm. up for two weeks, three times in one week. But also, we had some gems 
on Netflix because Netflix and Hulu and all of those uh, streaming services recognize that we're not going out doing anything. We're not going to movies. So let's capitalize on subscriptions by dropping things like Love is Blind and <laughs> the creme de la creme Tiger King. Listen, maybe these platforms are the cause of uh, COVID-19. They <laughs> actually started it so that they could capitalize on it. No, Bill, um, Bill Gates and the and the towers and the windmills. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the 5G towers. I can't. Okay, so Tiger King, I was all over. Yeah. Like, I jumped on that so fast, but I was behind the curve with Love is Blind. See, and I, I kept think seeing all these I feel Go like ahead. Love is Blind is right up your alley. Well, yes, to an extent. I enjoyed it. The Jessica and what, Mark situation. Yes. Like I'm I, 34. I, we just have to keep reminding everyone. She, she was, was the worst. worst. She was but the then, there, It was so funny because she was the most hated person. And then Carol Baskin comes along and is like, hold my beer. Yeah, no, she's like, hold my uh, ex-husband or dead husband that I fed to tigers. Here I am. Alleged. Alleged. Oh, alleged. Okay. Um, so fun did you fact. ever watch Love is Blind? Yeah, I did. Okay. Wait a minute. Fun fact about Tiger King. So that actual, the um, Big Cat Rescue yeah. is in Florida. And yep. I, through my professional uh, surroundings and where I was, was a part of the same association as Big Cat Rescue. Small world. That's it. Yeah. That was my fun fact. <laughs> so my, you know, Rachel is an animal lover. She actually donated to Big Cat Rescue before oh! before Tiger King. You know, she didn't know she just, you know, was this big cat sanctuary uh, where they were being rescued. And after I watched probably two or three episodes, I'm like, babe, nope, you can't, can't, no more money to her. But you know, who knows? That bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> that bitch Carol Baskin. Who knows how much of it was exaggerated or embellished? Uh, who knows? But. Hey, we're going to go to break. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. No New Friends podcast is now using Nikki Podcast Preparations Incorporated which is a podcast management consultant agency of services that helps independent podcasts obtain more plays, downloads, guests, sponsors, and a bunch of the legwork behind the microphone when it comes to podcasting. CEO Nick can be contacted via Twitter or Instagram at NikkiPPINC. And if you tell him that the No New Friends podcast sent you, we'll both get a 25% discount. Nikki has helped accumulate millions upon millions of downloads, tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships, celebrity guests, and much more. So just shoot him a direct message to get your podcast growing. Hey, new, new friends, listeners. If you're anything like me, you don't have the desire or time to clean your own house. That's why I've been using I Believe Services for the last five to six years. They are your one-stop shop for all of your cleaning needs. They do commercial, house cleaning, vacation homes, post-construction, party cleanup, deep cleaning, move in or move out, pressure washing, laundry, inside cabinets, fridge, oven, and much more. Call them today, 407-928-4595. Check them out on Facebook or their website, I Believe Services. Services.us. Hey guys, comedian James John, and you are listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome. 
Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Again, Mary is out today. She is at the Great Wolf Lodge with her family. Hope she's having a great time and cannot wait for her to come back. So this is a, a different take on a best of episode. We're playing some clips. We're kind of talking about behind the scenes things that went on as we were recording it, some things that were going through our minds and all that. What you just heard before the break was my wife donating money to Carol Baskin <laughs> from Tiger King. Now, for me, there was nothing more relatable than when you started talking about like the party part of the pandemic. In the very beginning, when we didn't know if we could leave our house and how long and everything would be shut down, we were like, well, we need to get some alcohol because we don't know when the next time we're going to be able to get alcohol exactly. is. Right. So we, <laughs> I caught up uh, Emily's parents and they're like, listen, we're going uh, to put a huge order in. Do you have Total Wine down there? Is that a national chain? Yep, it is. It okay. is. I don't use it. I've got a local store right by my house that delivers. Gotcha. Food. So Total Wine, the uh, we put an order in for I think five hundred and fifty dollars, and they they delivered it into their Total Wine like mini mini Total Wine <laughs> transport, and the guy had to use his little hand truck to get all the loads yeah. of alcohol out of the back of the truck. To, right, uh, right. To, to all, and my neighbor texts me, goes, "You guys throwing a party right now or something?" <laughs> Yeah, no, same thing. I, we got a two-week supply four days in a row. <laughs> like, oh, we're not going to be able to leave the house because we thought it was going to be like Italy because in Italy, it was like yeah. complete lockdown. Yep. I reference the fun part of the pandemic or the party part of the pandemic about 17 times in the course of 32 episodes. Like, I, I talk about it a lot because there was a lot that happened in that fun part of the pandemic. Yeah, uh, if you just forget about the tens of thousands of people that were dying, it was a really, really <laughs> fun, fun well, time. That's a good way to bring it back to uh, to Earth, my bad. <laughs> so the, the next episode is, is my least favorite episode in the fact that for some reason, I was having really bad audio problems. And this is kind of the start. And it, it gets better in another episode, but this is kind of the start of the downfall of my audio. But this one was particularly bad because I sounded like I was announcing a sporting event, but in a tin can. Let's hear it. I don't have a clip for it because oh, I, I, just, I couldn't even, Chris, I couldn't even bring myself to listen to that episode again. Was like, this Amazon? Yeah, smells like okay. Amazon. Okay. It, that episode makes me so mad. The, it, basically, the things that we talked about is the the smells that trigger memories. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I don't even remember kind of what started it, but I, I know I experienced a smell earlier in that week. And I was like, oh, you know, that kind of triggered a memory that I wanted to talk about. That's And we, talk, we started talking about Amazon boxes. But that's also when I let everybody know that I was going to be starring in a commercial, which I'm still waiting for the full clip because it's really funny. Like I'm wearing a wife beater. My belly's hanging out. I look ridiculous. I'm excited for this. Yeah, I'll have to send you just, I haven't seen the full clip of it, but I'll have to send you just some small edited things. I'll I'll text it to you. I'll Um, upload it to our OnlyFans page. There there you go. There you go. But I hate that episode. It's my least favorite episode. So we're just going to go right to Idols and Royals, episode number five with James Yawn. When I was editing this clip together that you're about to hear, ah, like this was the hardest clip because I could have just played the whole episode. I could have just retitled this episode and here you go, James Yawn, you're welcome. This was the first episode that we marked explicit and I really probably didn't need to, but there was an F-bomb and there was definitely a lot of sexual content. So here we go. And this is, we, we talked about, that was the first thing that we had like timestamp issues that we needed to talk about, the Harry and Meghan interview. And that was something we did in segment two. That so, was really good content. The uh, uh, Yeah. The Royals. And, and like I said, I could have picked so much out from this episode, but this is basically from the first segment, just right off the bat, 
how freaking funny he is. So here it is, Idols and Royals with James Yon. Man, I am so excited. I've been excited for about a week now. We have our first guest here on the No New Friends podcast. And not only excited that we have a guest, but this man is a good friend of mine. Yes. He's a nationally touring comedian. Yes, that is true. Host of The Lowdown with James Yon on Afro Entertainment. That is also Also a brand new show, Funny Not Famous. (laughs) All true facts. All true. Yes. And one of the four horsemen of Real Laughs on Real Radio 104.1, one of my favorite radio shows, Mr. James Yon. (laughs) Brother, could you come by and do that before me and my wife make love and just introduce (laughs) me that way? Like that would make any man. I want pyrotechnics, I want dancing Hell girls, yeah. and I will rock my wife's world for two and a half minutes. I hear. <laughs> I mean, at least. <laughs> I mean, one of you. You know what? You're a real gym, James. Thank I'm so you. happy you're here. Thank you. I am just having a good time. You know what? I love Scott. He's a great, he's a good friend, and he's not selfish. He lets me be big spoon. So thank you, Scott, for letting me be here, brother. <laughs> what about me, James? I don't think we should talk about the things that we do, Mary, but anyway. (laughs) Listen, James, you are one of my, uh, my inspiration, my, my idols, my mentors in the entertainment. Okay. Okay. Listen, Scott, first off, you need to get better goals. Okay. (laughs) Really do. (laughs) Nobody. You should have have said that before he tattooed your name on his butt. I told him not to put it there, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) if your goal in 2021 is to be like a fat black guy with diabetes, you need better goals. (laughs) You really do, man. All I need in my life is you, Scott. That's it. Dang. I mean, should I? Should I exit? Like, no, you guys I, I need a room? I can't I don't finish know. unless someone watches. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you know what works great about the team of me and Mary is I've got the voice and she's got the look. So we're, 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 we're good to go. Well, good I mean, but that doesn't really work for the podcast. You know, like, I don't have the voice at all. Mary, I'm it's thinking so- big game long term here. Okay. The, the long okay. con. When we start doing personal appearances. Mm. Got thing. it. Gotcha. Got it. So I can't let myself go just yet. I, know. I mean, no, I was really fact, hoping for it. We're going to be doing weigh-ins next week. Wow. <laughs> gotcha. I Whoa. probably shouldn't have had Indian food for lunch today. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that alu gobi got me. That's got funny. me good. <laughs> now, I could see where my TikTok could make my comedic career take off, but it's because like of my it. poor dance moves. <laughs> like, they're very laughable Mary. at this point. Mary, I <laughs> I've seen more movement at a funeral, but yes, I like. <laughs> Listen, I am doing the best I can. All right. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. There's not enough vodka in the day, James. Okay. Gotcha. So that is from one of my favorite episodes, uh, "Idols and Royals" with James Yawn. So Scott, so you're on episode five of a uh-huh. brand new podcast yep. and you are at the level where you should be asking like your cousin Frank to come <laughs> on and be a guest. And instead you have a comedian, uh, comedian James Yan come on. What was that like having Man, uh, him come on? James is James is, is so amazing and he's always been super supportive. And, you know, last year, yeah, uh, w- whenever it was that I, I got to start doing Real Laughs with them, uh, it was like a five-week-in-a-row stint, early 2020, so before 
the pandemic really hit and mm-hmm. we did in studio just was always very supportive and always complimenting me. And, and when I told him, you know, at some point I want to start a podcast and he just said, I better be your first guest. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, I've built a really good relationship. It started from where, where I was working and uh, okay. us sponsoring the radio show. And then I just kind of developed a relationship with them over, over the years. And then when I, when I switched family entertainment centers, uh, of course, I sponsored their show, and they're, they're just really good guys. I mean, now there's you hear a different tone with the Miguel Cologne episode mm-hmm. because Miguel likes to bust my balls, like I, like I hardcore, yeah. off air, on air. He he loves doing it, and and James is always very supportive. Miguel will like not tear you down because like I don't I don't leave like crying or anything like that, but he will <laughs> he he's got more of a roast comedy type type style when right. doing this but miguel just miguel is so quick and he's got the gift of gab and what we're gonna hear a, a, a clip on that in a little bit but uh yeah i mean y- yeah i should be interviewing my cousin frank and uh instead i have james yawn in as our first guest which was episode five man. episode I mean, that's, five that's crazy i mean and that was a pretty bold move too putting was someone as er- you know yeah, as talented it, as him it was earlier than i really wanted to bring in a guest because uh-huh. I didn't think we were, I didn't necessarily think that we were ready, but it was also like, I want to, I want to see what my interview style is like. I want, I want to mm-hmm. see how well I can do in an interview and what, what better way to start than with James Yon. Plus also like, I thought that I felt like it was an important time in the evolution of the podcast to get that home run guest in yeah, and maybe build some momentum. And it, and it did, it, it, it did for sure. We've been doing a lot of Mount Rushmore's lately. I think if we did a Mount Rushmore of the No New Friends podcast episodes, you got to put this one up there. Oh, for, for sure. sure. For sure. This, is, this is a this was an instant classic. Yep. Yep. So the very next episode uh, was This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things. And we had a guest in, Katie Hassenfuss, uh, a friend of ours from working at Smoky Bones, not the adult film industry, but the restaurant. <laughs> and uh, I'm only mistaken. <laughs> we, we talked about Mary's upcoming birthday. Uh, we talked about the fun things at the start of the of the pandemic. Again, I talk about it. The big takeaway from this episode was it was our first, last, and only attempt at celebrity birthdays. And this was Mary's birthday episode. Like it, we recorded it, we recorded it the day before her birthday. Mm-hmm. So we did celebrity birthdays for her birthday. It was a disaster. It, because, Why do you say that? Because I just listened to this episode. I didn't, I didn't like think it was a disaster. So there a couple of things happened. One, Mary didn't know who a couple of the people were. And that okay, that happens a lot of times with celebrity birthdays. Two, there were these extremely long thinking pauses. And if there's anything that I hate more than someone recording while driving or in a car, <laughs> it's long pauses. Yeah. And if you listen to our episodes, there's not a lot of long pauses because I edit them. Right. There's a right. lot of editing in that. Also, okay. mid-celebrity birthdays, Katie, we lose Katie. Katie's phone completely craps out. And she's frozen and like mid sentence. And that was when I realized I actually have a knack for editing because you can't tell. I would have never known. Yeah. It it was, it was a flawless editing. That was the big takeaway. And I just, Mary didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy listening to it. I didn't find it entertaining. So I was like, I'm never doing celebrity birthdays again as, as a host, as a guest. And here I am. I do them almost every Tuesday. Uh, (laughs) I like doing, I like doing them for no less than 20 minutes. So. Right, right, right. It it just, it just didn't work. And uh, I said, we're never doing that again. So now that's moving on to episode number seven. 
and this is one of my favorite episodes. This is Politics, Pimples, and Pleasures with mm -hmm. Craig Brooks. And again, I could have put the entire second segment on this clip and be satisfied because there was so much going on in that second clip. Mary is is recapping us on what she did for her birthday. Okay. And the <laughs> which probably could have been an episode in and of itself. Uh, exactly, exactly. And Craig was Craig will be on the Mount Rushmore of guests for sure. And we we she's telling us about how pet friendly the place is <laughs> and the pet mayor. So I I'm going to talk about this clip. Enjoy this clip. This is all about the pet mayor in Gulfport, Florida. The pet mayor of Gulfport owns the hotel, so I felt very comfortable being there with waffles. A, what's a pet mayor? Wait I, a second. I, just, I, I don't really know. I don't really exactly you, know. You made but that up he, and you made I, that up. No, I'll send you the picture that I took of the sign that's at the hotel. So you have your regular mayor of Gulfport, and Correct. then you have your mayor that governs the pets. Right, but according to the sign, I don't know if the pet mayor's the dog or the human, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> so no new friends We're researchers have to <laughs> have figure out. Get the, get the interns, get the interns <laughs> yeah. on this immediately. The people must know, is the pet mayor a human or canine, or is there a cat that's fighting their way in trying to usurp what <laughs> I'm assuming a dog and a human. I don't know. I'll have to do some research. Okay, so the research department has gotten back to us. Okay. Oh, great. Gulf Gulfport, as of February 19th, 2020, has a pet mayor named Coco. That's got it. So it's a dog. It, it is a dog. Uh, now, wait I, a minute. I, what about Coco made you determine that it was a dog? <laughs> No. That's, there's, there's a picture no, of this. No, dog. I know, but Mary didn't see the photo. Mary was saying, it's true. Is this is this dogism and catism going on here? Because Coco could be a cat name or a it, gerbil it, name. It, it could be. It could be. <laughs> they, they had a pet mayor election, and the, the people spoke. And in addition to the new animal leader, they've also the city has no, also no, no. acquired Damn it. It's got to be animal leader. Forget pet mayor. Throw <laughs> pet mayor out. Change that sign to Gulfport's animal leader. Yeah. In addition to a new animal leader, the city has also acquired several new furry ambassadors and officials <laughs> who will all represent the city for one year. <laughs> Do they have to rerun? Is there Can another I send this election to my cycle? commissioner? My uh, long yeah. Florida person needs this. Right? In we a field of wonderful and a dogs and candidates, read the release <laughs> post on the Society's Facebook page, Coco the Fabulous Spokesdog for Gulfport's Pennsylvania Inn. Oh, this is... Oh, yeah. The Peninsula Inn. Peninsula Inn. Sorry. Led the pack. Congratulations, Coco. This wow. is the craziest thing. I'd I've love ever to know heard. the vote counts. I really would. Are we talking <laughs> well, like 11 to 9 or are we yeah. talking like... <laughs> 33,000 to 14. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there was, there was, I guess, three other animals that, that emerged as, as front runners. There was a corgi pup, Ember, <gasps> who captured much of the youth vote. So they Never actually eat. did like polling. Like this the, youth is... <laughs> vote, the youth vote went for Ember. I need to go to this place. Can I get, can I get directions? Oh, oh man. I got gosh. my directions from Waze. I don't yeah. know. So, uh, so you got lost on the way, is what happened to you. Obviously. <laughs> Ember is going to be Gulfport's pet vice mayor. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Consolation position. Yep. They have uh, Ty, who is the pet ambassador for the arts, and Shortstack is going to be the, <laughs> the director of Paws and Recreation. I love that. This, I, is, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That seemed oh, like something that would have happened post COVID, but you said February, which means 
February they were 2020. Not even, they, yeah. they were just doing it to do it, not to brighten people's days after right. the fact. No, right. This is it was something that needed to be done for the community. <laughs> so that is yeah. interesting. They Oh, they have an official petting in ceremony. Instead of the Longwood swearing. Florida, get on board, Longwood. Yeah. I, need this. Yeah. I, need I think Lake maker. Mary needs to get on board with this. This is Maybe not, we could just do a Seminole County thing. We'll join together and force it. This could be a no new friends thing that you sponsor yeah. the concept. You pay no monies. But you sponsor right. the concept, and it sounds like Mary would be willing to do the interviews of the of the winners. I, I yeah. would be, <laughs> but am I allowed to enter my own dog? Like can well, Waffles no, be I think, involved? I think you have to help Waffles be the reporter. I think Waffles <laughs> has to be doing that really in depth, like one on one <laughs> interview, like CNN oh, like Fox the, style. Right. Like the sniff, because I can't do that. I, I wonder exactly. if the local news. <laughs> I wonder if the local news covered this and started, you know, making up stories about the Fantastic. other candidates and all that. Like, uh, you know, was, was it was it biased media for yeah. one dog or the other? There had to be some takedowns, right? So Ember yeah. was talking trash about uh, Coco, and Coco was like, "Wait a minute, I don't do attack ads, okay? That's not how I run my campaign." Right, right. Meanwhile, it's a clean campaign. Short Stack was having an affair with another, you know, stray dog. This Listen, is why weird. would <laughs> this is the weirdest thing? Bring in ever. the stray. Okay, well that was <laughs> and that was the recap of my first day. <laughs> yeah, that is one of my favorite segments ever. Uh, the that, back and forth in that was just oh my god, and then it, it even gets funnier because then she starts. You know, Mary gets real dramatic if she gets a pimple. Uh huh. So she she has this pimple on her forehead. Just when she gets a pimple, she gets dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Right. No, no other time. And she goes on and on. And like, that's when she asked for, uh, for another stimulus check for her pimple. And uh, oh, my gosh, just the jokes kept going on. And then we did a fun thing in uh, the third segment where Craig, who runs a trivia company, uh -huh. we did we did a really fun trivia. Okay, uh, that I was that one. super, super fun. And he, he catered a question to me because we also talked about guilty pleasures. And one of my mm. guilty pleasures is the Princess Diaries, which. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, I couldn't have been the only I couldn't have been the only one, Scott. If I just want to cut you off real quick, because okay. um, when I was listening to Coco uh, running for pet mayor, I instantly thought she should shoot for the stars because I don't know a lot about politics, but I think she would have been able to uh, be a contender for uh, animal leader of the free world back in uh, our last election. I think there she had a fighting shot. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. looking to advertise your business or service, please email us at nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. A captive audience is ready to hear what you have to offer. Contact us today. Again, that email is nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. Hey, this is Craig Brooks with Tasty Trivia, and you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Mary is at the Great Wolf Lodge. As a reminder, please check out our sponsor, I Believe Services. They can be reached 407-928-4595. Their website is ibelieveservices.us. They're great for all of your 
commercial and residential cleaning needs. They do pretty much everything. So check them out on Facebook or their website. Give them a call. They're ready to give you a consultation. Tell them that the, uh, tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. All right. So right before the break, we, we knocked out politics, po- politics, pimples, and pleasures, which is one of my favorite episodes. So this takes us now to episode eight. The, the real noteworthy thing from episode eight is this is the episode that Miguel Colon Jr. was supposed to be on. Okay. So I, we were recording that day at noon. At about nine o'clock, I saw that my computer needed an update. So I decided, you know what? Usually updates only take 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Rookie mistake. That is the one update that took seven hours. <laughs> seven hours to do. So I'm, I'm freaking out. You know, it's coming close to recording time. My computer's still not ready. So I find like my wife's old computer. Right. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let, let me just set this up and we'll figure it out. So as I'm setting up the sound, she's got different inputs for the sound and, you know, it worked and all that. But as I'm messing in the settings, I screwed up something in the settings. And I, I, I mean, it was the audio was terrible. Well, I duplicated this mistake when my current laptop was now operational, which led to a lot of the major audio problems that you hear from pretty much that episode on. We we ended up not recording that episode. So Miguel and Mary are pretty much on a FaceTime for an hour <laughs> making fun of me. I mean, I'm there and I keep trying to test my audio. Oh man. Miguel had another thing to do. And so we knew that we were just weren't recording that day. And my my favorite part of that story is the fact that you chose, like, I bet you were putting off this update for a while. Mm-hmm. And then you just, because everybody does it. It's like that one, like, friend yeah. from high school that you've never been friends with. And they just keep asking you to hang out. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then you, cho- you finally choose to, and you realize that you just made an awful mistake. That's what these, these computer updates are like. Yes. So you put it off, you put it off, you put it off. And I don't know if my computer's ever been updated because I've put it on so many times. <laughs> but the yeah. one day you have a guest on, yeah, let me let me do it. I should I, know. I should do this. I know. And of course it was Miguel who was gonna, you know, give me a hard time about it. And the thing is, is oh my computer was running slow and I was starting to have problems with it. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just do this update. It'll speed things up. Wrong, terrible move. We'll never do that again on the day I'm about to record an episode because that was humiliating awful and it carries over that episode and the next episode when miguel actually comes on you can tell that my energy level had completely changed and and there's not really a whole lot to talk about for episode eight which is Uh hoops hoarders and hospitality horrors so with with miguel after the first segment my computer completely freezes so update yeah and this was like Two days later, two days later, I'm I'm still having an issue with with this damn computer, and it, it was it was awful. It was awful. And at, when we got done recording, I thought it was the worst episode that we had done. It wasn't uh-huh. until we edit, I edited it and put it all together. I'm like, oh, that's actually a pretty good episode. And that had nothing to do with Mary and Miguel. Mary and Miguel were fantastic. Mm-hmm. That was just me. My energy level was down. I was pissed off. I I was. I, I was just, I was mortified and uh, I felt like it, it came out in the episode and it really didn't. So you've had multiple flu games over the course of these, yeah, uh, yeah, I've had a couple of flu games, 30 yeah. plus uh, yep. episodes. This is also finally my daughter's tooth falls out <laughs> just, just to kind of put a timestamp on this. So this segment that I'm about to play is <laughs> 
where where the title of the episode came from clavs and calves and we are talking about mary's clavicles this next segment will be marked explicit maybe miguel and i can give you some advice on different things that Maybe you Ooh, the mansplain episode. Cool. Yeah. The mansplain <laughs> episode. Is that what it's titled? Because yeah. I'm going to sign off on that. First of all, put some makeup on that. and smile more. <laughs> so I know you've thought about maybe starting a fans only page. What What are your only thoughts fans. on that? Only fans. Only fans. Only fans. Oh, put some now, goddamn respect like on it. Yeah, one of them's like the great value version of it. You don't like be careful. God. Only fans. Put some goddamn respect on the name, Scott. Only fans. My bad. Yeah. You can tell how uh, out of tune I am with this. Only fans. Got it. Are you asking for my opinion? Yeah. Well, I mean, wait, wait, what kind of things are you looking for? Money. That's what yeah. I'm looking for. Fuck. Like, what are you? I don't yeah. understand what the question is. What's the premise of this question? Am I going to start one? Who knows? Would I tell a lot of people? Absolutely not, because that eliminates the ability to secure a real job later on. But what would I? I show? think that's changing, Mary. I think the game's about to change in, bo- in like post COVID. Yeah, that's going to be your LinkedIn. Be like, yeah, send me your LinkedIn and your OnlyFans. Okay, I like the fact that you have a lot of theme park experience and you squirt and your feet are cute. I think you got this job. You know? Um, yeah, well, I think the highlights, what I would show uh, would be my elbows and my uh, collarbones. I think that's really my, Hot. my strong point. Yeah, Hot. they just pop and- out a little bit. Yeah, you definitely you got some definitely some prominent collarbones there, man. Yeah, I got yeah, a for, good old bird. Yeah. For our listeners who don't get to hear the things that go on during break, uh, Miguel's in love with Mary's collarbone. No, I just think they're weird, and weird is the way you want on OnlyFans. You don't want some regular like if you like if you'd lost a foot to a landmine, you're about to ball out of control. Okay, because niche niche is the key when it comes to like uh, perversions, because. <laughs> The the deeper the niche gets, the more that person has trouble finding it, and they're going to pay top dollar for it. Who is looking for a set of collarbones that enter the room before I do? There's some Romanian dude who's like, look at the collarbones. Oh, my God. <laughs> Give her lots of rubles. Give her rubles, you know? There's some, like, some, like colonel, child soldier, African <laughs> fucking diamond miner who's going to be sending you machine gun parts and blood diamonds just because he's like, look at these collar bones. Oh my goodness. Like a bird could land on them. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I guess that's... that's Your collar bones look like stuffed to. crust pizza. That's hot. You know? <laughs> what Mary, you're going to need an extra $2,800 stimulus for each collarbone. That's uh, rude. Yeah, Scott. Miguel says you can land a bird on it, and I say it needs. Yeah, what I said was sexy. What you said was weird. It, it looks like, like you during think sex- I deserve money, but you're not going to give it to me. Like you want the go- I don't want the government support, Scott. Okay, <laughs> I'm a strong, independent woman. Very. It looks like during sex you can hold on to your collarbones. <laughs> God damn it. Can we change topics? Where's James yeah. on? I need to find somebody to stay on a topic. Hit golf balls for an hour, and I can barely walk today. Is that why you're always on the bottom for sex? Yes, exactly, because I can't uh, the back. I don't well, know. don't worry. You it's can just too- hold on to Mary's clavicle if it got too wild. <laughs> It God looks like it. it looks like it looks like on a zip line the thing you hold. Yeah. <laughs> the, the zip line. Where do you want? Where do you want me to come? Take a guess. <laughs> on the ledge over here, <laughs> there's like a guy standing on it, and there's cops underneath it. They're like, "You have a lot to live for. Don't jump." Look at those clavicles. 
I'm no going way. to wear a sweatshirt for the rest of my life. <laughs> a turtleneck. That's hot, though, because then you'll just see them protruding. It'll be second breast. You know? <laughs> You're like, yo, look at, look at them claves on her, man. What? You see her elbows? Boy. Um, <laughs> I also have huge calves, so that works out. Clavs and calves. Is calves and calves? That's going to yeah. be the name of my strip club I open. <laughs> calves and calves. calves. Every girl who works for me is going to have to work, look like Ali McBeal. You know, <laughs> I'm just looking for them Callista flock hearts, man. You know, it's just like, just like a skeleton who put on a skin dress, you know? So that was, uh, clavs and calves. There was a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack there. And I'm afraid to touch it because I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> no, right. And the funny thing is, is Miguel and Mary had just spoken for the first time that previous Tuesday when we were supposed to record. Well, they had a lot to, uh, I mean, they were they FaceTime for an hour because yeah, you were there. Yeah. Sure well, I was there friends. trying to screw around with my audio. And then when my, when, when we lost Miguel after the first segment, because that was the second segment of the, of the, of the episode, when I lost or they lost me after that first segment, they had uh, again, 15 minutes to talk. So I think yeah. my favorite part about that was he goes in on, on her, uh, on her collarbones and then like for like five minutes straight. And then you say one thing and he's like, Whoa, Whoa, <laughs> rude. Oh, right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's, that's the way it works. But uh, the only thing I learned from that is if the police ever seized his computer, I'd be worried. For him. <laughs> right. Oh so, yeah. That's a very worrisome things on his uh, search history. All right. So moving on to episode 10, I am the captain now. Now this was, uh, I think it's our longest episode uh, until this one. It's really funny. And we, we talked mostly about just different characters in the restaurant business. And uh, it was super funny, but Katie comes on again. But in the first segment, we talked about the ship stuck in the Suez Canal. And I, I tried to pull, because it goes on for a while and there's so much there, but I tried to pull, when I read the story of the ship that was stuck behind the Suez Canal that couldn't get through and the delay in products. One of the ships that was backed up was carrying sex toys, okay? Now, what's, what's even better than this story is how the story that I'm about to read was written. A happy ending appears to be in sight for hundreds <laughs> of ships. Stop, stop. You've got to stop for a second and let me process that. Out of the gate, that is the wittiest thing in the wittiest way they could have started that article. This is courtesy of the New York Post. Wonderful. Big yep. fan. This is great. Big Continue fan. On. Yep, yep. A lot of true stories come out in the New York Post. <laughs> okay. So a happy ending appears to be in sight for hundreds of ships blocked by the massive container ship in the Suez Canal, including one carrying a cargo of sex toys, according to a report. Engineers have partially refloated the gargantuan Ever Given, which had become wedged in a uh, the vital global waterway for almost a week, causing sh a shipping logjam that caused almost $10 billion in commercial losses per day. God, now, they're going to be in lawsuits for the rest of their lives. I know, right? As the operation to free the large cargo ship reaches a climax. <laughs> These witty, witty, witty people. <laughs> a ship bearing about 20 containers of dildos, vibrators, and male masturbators. Okay, look, I'm going to stop you there. Uh, how big is the container? Like, is it like an actual like, I mean, shipping container, yeah, like a big one? A, a or big is it like one. a crate? And, no, it's a big one. And that's what she said. Ah, da -da -da -da. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. That's okay. So 20 she containers said. of 
dildos, vibrators, and male masturbators may finally continue its voyage to get to the adult toys into the eager hands of frustrated the, customers. The frustrated hands. I was going to say, hey, but Scott, since it's just Katie and I here and everyone else who's listening, what is a male uh, toy? What is that? What does that mean? Like a flashlight? What are we talking about? Probably here? a flashlight. Yeah, that, that's the first thing that comes to mind when they're talking about are there other male options? masturbators. So that's why my dildo was late. Yes, exactly. That is why your dildo was late. <laughs> So yeah, that was a super funny segment. And the whole thing I wanted to do was I wanted to say I am the captain now because I wanted to talk about pirates. I wanted to talk about one of the problems with turning the boat around and going the other way is uh -huh. fear of pirates. And there was a whole thing that I, that I had planned out about wanting to talk about pirates. We never get there until the second segment because i'm like i really wanted to talk about pirates like during the break i was like i really wanted to talk about these pirates how do you so, segue into pirates after that well because it was part of the whole story that they talked about rerouting these ships and in the addition to the extra fuel they didn't want to go because they'd be going through the pirate area like the no i should rephrase how did you segue pirates after that conversation was even Wait, over after break <laughs> we just went to break and I just brought it back. So speak about pirates. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So after that, uh, we've got episode 11, The Long Con. And this was April Fool's Day. So nothing nothing real great there. That was the first time I, I really was trying to get audience participation. And I put on, on Facebook like, hey, could you, you know, give us your best April Fool's pranks. It was also kind of the start of my mom's Marvel journey, which I talk about, it seems like for four or five episodes. Um, moving on to episode 12, Beef with Peeps. This was, so I'd gone to a restaurant with my mom for her birthday and I- Bubble, Bubbles? Uh... No, this is not the bubble room or, or Buca, de, <laughs> Buca de Beppo. This was, uh, it was another another restaurant and the server came out and said, hey, uh, what, what can I get you to drink? And I said, Diet Coke. And she said, is Diet Pepsi okay? And then I mm. said, is Monopoly money okay? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a really bad joke. And, you know, Mary and I know of all, of all people, we know, don't, you know, the server doesn't want to hear your stupid jokes. Yeah. Chances are they've probably already heard it 15 times. So that was the thing with that. Now, episode 13, slightly over season. I don't know what it was about that episode. I was so grumpy that day. And I, and I, don't, I don't know why. And Mary calls you out on it, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I, I, that was like the first time that I really started like kind of snapping at her on air. <laughs> and you know what? Actually, I do know what it was. She was supposed to, <laughs> she's going to kill me. She was supposed to start working on her Instagram right. and, and hadn't yet. Well, it took her and, forever to come up with the no dot, new dot, friends dot. <laughs> right, right. So we don't really, when we have disagreements, we don't really handle them. We just kind of like whatever. And I think that was what fueled my saltiness that day. But I didn't tell her that. So Of course. So, does, yeah, because why, why talk about something? Why talk Right, something exactly. Out? It does kind of come up a little bit where I'm like, hey, where's our Instagram? But uh -huh. in a very passive aggressive way. <laughs> All right, so moving on to episode 14, slightly buzzed and unsolicited, or uninvited, slightly buzzed and uninvited. So my wife and I went to go get our vaccine that day. It was on a Tuesday. Okay. Mary and I weren't working at the time. So we would just kind of like, hey, let's record today. So it could be like a Monday at 10 a.m. And that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to record Monday at 10 a.m. so that I didn't have to worry about on vaccination day. Okay. And she had something come up in the morning. She couldn't. Then I had a hot water heater was being installed in the afternoon. So then I couldn't. And then her kids were being a little bit extra at night. So she couldn't. 
so then we had to push it to Tuesday. And after we, after my wife and I got vaccinated, we're like, Hey, let's go to universal. So then I'm like, Hey, I can't record. Let's do eight o'clock tonight. So finally, by the end of like some day drinking, all that, we finally recorded 8 PM that night, which meant that I was editing that evening because I think our episodes were coming oh out God. on Wednesdays, like Wednesday mornings at 8, 8 a.m. So I had to edit that night after we recorded, but she found out that she that we went to Universal and she was not invited and that did not make her happy. That was also the episode that she recorded from her car and we had all oh, sorts so of was the revenge. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So little little frustrating there. But uh, we're going to take a, another quick break. We've got one more segment and half the episodes to knock out. So we're going we're gonna to knock them out. We only have two more clips, so we're going to get through it. You're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Okay, let's be friends. Follow the No New Friends podcast on Facebook and Instagram at No New Friends Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our new YouTube channel, No New Friends Podcast, where you can get a behind the scenes look at our recordings, everyday life, and shenanigans. Okay, bye. Hi, this is comedian Miguel Colon, and you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Mary is still out uh, at the Great Wolf Lodge. We hope she's having a blast. Can't wait for her to come back. And uh, Chris and I are just recapping the first uh, 31 episodes. We're now on episode 15, Walt's Disappointment. So this is when, um, I think this was the last strange news that I ever did because I wanted, I wanted Mary to start taking it over. This was also our first episode that we put a segment on YouTube. What's funny about that episode, Walt's Disappointment, if all the episodes, and it's not our number one, it's not our number one performing episode of all time by far, but it performed so well, comparable to some of our our um, earlier episodes with a get with a celebrity guest or whatever. It, mm-hmm. it, I don't know if it's the picture that I used or or what it was, but Walt's Disappointment performed extremely well. That was a fun episode too. And I could talk about what you guys talked about on there forever. Cause it's just so funny. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that was, uh, that one definitely was up there for me. Yeah. And what's interesting is, and we'll get to it in a minute, but gone too soon, which I had the picture of the Morocco oh, yeah. thing just didn't, it, I mean, it's performing well now, but it took forever. Like just shocking. Numbers, yeah. It's, it's so weird. Um, so that's actually the very next episode gone too soon where we have Remy from Remy's round table on that show. And we had a lot of fun with that episode. I had a lot of fun kind of making the segment that w- went on YouTube because I used visual aids. Yeah. And I, had, I had a lot, a lot of fun planning that episode. And look, when I say planning these episodes, I don't put a lot of effort into planning these episodes. A lot of it is organic conversation. And I have segments just in case we don't have anything to say. 
you know, if well, that the, one, yeah, that one was a really, really like, I could tell that you guys just kind of, um, and that's, that's why I think this is one of my favorite episodes of yours because, um, like you said, this didn't sound, uh, planned at all because everything was just like, you guys were genuinely happy to be talking about theme parks and that's what yeah. it was. It was really cool to listen to. It was super fun. And, and, and Remy was a great guest. Um, he, he was fun to talk to and, you know, I had, I had been on a guest on his podcast a long time ago when I was working at the Family Entertainment Center. But one of the best things to come out of that day is later that night, Mary and I were guests on the Diz Journey podcast. Oh, that was that day. That was that day. And that's when I got to meet you and, so and, and Joe and Alex. And, you know, obviously, you know how I feel about you, but I love those guys. And, uh, and, I, and I love listening to Diz His yeah. podcast. And uh, so that was... That was like kind of the start of uh, of what was to come. Of chapter so, two. Of chapter two, yeah. So the next episode, episode 17, there's a turtle in the car. Uh, we had some strange news. That's when Mary started recapping us on Game of Thrones. And okay. Started watching Game of Thrones. Episode 18, Clowns in the Bermuda Triangle. But the big thing was when I, I made a comment to my wife earlier in the day, and she goes, boys are so silly. And I absolutely lost it because I was like, you know what? You guys get to control the sex. Men's suffrage. And it was like this whole day thing that we could only condense into like a two-minute uh, two minute segment. And look, I have to be careful about what I say. I don't want to yeah, piss Mary so off. Little. I don't want to piss my wife off. You know, so... I, I censor myself a little bit, but uh -huh. anyway, so episode 19, episode 19, 19 and 20 were actually recorded on the same day. Episode 19 is We May Need Therapy, okay. uh, which is after Mary watched the Game of Thrones Red Wedding. Okay. <laughs> and, which is now, which now lives in infamy. Yes. And let me set this up. She had to kind of stop watching because I, I wanted her to watch that at my house because I wanted to record it and put it up on our YouTube. I know how well these videos perform. I had to have it. I had Did to have, have it. any idea what she was getting herself into? Like she had to have some kind of None. idea. None. Really? None. She had no wow. idea. No now, idea when I watched that for the first time, I knew of the Red Wedding. I didn't know what it entailed. I remember vividly. It's like one of those traumatic periods of time in my life watching Game of Thrones, especially because it's just something sad happens every episode. Yeah. But I remember yeah. seeing I remember seeing the episode. It was called The Reigns of Castamir. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this sounds so familiar. So I stupid me Googles it and I just see Red Wedding pop up. I'm thinking, oh no. Yeah. And then I, I knew I was going to be in for an emotional roller coaster. Yep. So let me let me set this up. So she comes over to my house. She gets here at about 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. And when we record, because I didn't realize that you could I could plug two microphones into my computer and just record it directly into the editor. Uh -huh. uh, but we just wouldn't have the YouTube coverage because we wouldn't have out Zoom. Right. So she records she records down on my patio and I record up in my office. <laughs> so we we watched this episode and I I before we started the episode I got Zoom like Zoom was running for an hour just mm -hmm. because I wanted to have it running ready to go and as soon as the red wedding finished I said okay out on the porch we're we're gonna start recording and I I run upstairs and we went right into it so if you listen to that episode you're gonna hear our normal intro where you know I introduce her and she's all upbeat Mary. And I do the whole, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And then the audio changes slightly. And I said, okay, Mary just watched a red wedding because that's how 
it started. I hit record and we started. I, I, we went back and re-recorded the intro later in the day after she had time to recover. I remember listening to this uh, episode and just now hearing the background and hearing the context makes it just that much better because, um, oh my gosh, and just the YouTube video to go along with this, yeah. this backstory. So her tone in that segment and seeing her face because that segment is on YouTube as well mm-hmm. is 100% genuine. She had zero recovery time. I mean, I as soon as I stopped recording on my phone for the YouTube video, I was halfway up the stairs and recording the episode. That's no borderline abuse. It is. It is. <laughs> but now what we did is I gave her an hour between when we recorded the second and third segment from that episode. So like we did the first the first uh-huh. segment to talk about the red wedding. Right. And then took a break. We took about an hour break and then came back to it. And then we recorded that episode and then we watched a bunch more episodes. And then we went right into trying to win a Tony, which is episode 20, which is when my son came on. And Mary talks about Joffrey's wedding. And I really wanted to talk about West Side Story and because the, the West Side Story trailer had just dropped like right. a few earlier. I didn't get to watch the trailer yet. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I don't know why I didn't, but. Okay. Well, I'll have to show it to you. Yeah. So then the next episode, we we tried this thing and we it was supposed to be a weekly thing. And it only lasted for one week where it was a suggestion of the week where we each suggest a movie. For oh, yeah, to watch. yeah. The thing did not. It, it just didn't it, just time like with recording three episodes a week and editing to now have to sit down and dedicate, you know, two hours to a specific movie just didn't happen. And especially, <laughs> you know, with Mary start working. But I got to borrow uh, someone's microphone for this episode. So it's OK. A microphone when you hear this really good sound. Like and, I finally got it. Yeah, that was like super exciting to have that. Then high school glory days. That's when we get our new microphones. Well, and, that episode, yeah, that episode was crystal clear. Yep, and I'm super excited about that. It's also my favorite of all the Carline Chronicles. We're gonna hear that right now. And now it's time for Carline Chronicles with Mary. Zoe is in this preteen stage now, um, and she's very opinionated. She has her thoughts and her own ideas, and she's really got her own type of style right now, which is not, I don't think you would consider it a mainstream style. And so all the things that we used to like wear matching outfits for and stuff is not, is it's a no-go now. And so I'm in line and I'm waiting and a, a kid comes up and knocks on the window. It's a girl. Roll the window down. She's like, hi there. I was like, well, hello. Uh, Well, hello there. Yeah. And she's like, do you have a child or student that would be interested in dance or color guard? (laughs) I was like, oh, no, quite the opposite, actually. Do you have an opposite program of that? (laughs) Do you have one that throws eggs at color guard? Yeah. Like, do you have somebody who like toilet papers houses? I don't know. I'm just asking. And so she's like, okay, no problem. And then, you know, she walks away. Was this a student or like the the parent organizer? I, it was a student, but I think that it was for, you know, like a, a, a dance club, obviously. So they're trying sure. to recruit more members. Zoe ain't it. And I love Zoe. She's great. She has a beautiful voice. She's very talented. That's not it. That's not her style. That's not what she's going to do. So I thought that was like the end of my like awkwardness because we already know I'm an awkward human. Like that was my response was like, no, do you have a club that's the opposite of that? Like there was like, <laughs> oh, and so, poor thing. That I know. Poor so I wrote, poor her, poor me, because we no, know because I don't like those get, types of run-ins. Yeah, but like these kids don't know how to talk to people. They like 
like if neither they were do I. You, That's no big why. Deal. It, same. That's why I responded the way I did. Okay, <laughs> so then the car line starts moving, and then we're parked again, and another kid comes up to my window and knocks on my window. What is this, club recruiting day? I know because this is different. <laughs> if anyone has seen me or my car, you'll notice that my hood is just a little bit ajar and this is because i bumped into something and just never got it fixed it's not really like open it just is a little separated and this kid was like uh <laughs> did you know that your hood was up and i was like it's actually not up it's just like you know it's it's Damn. broken essentially and he goes okay but do you know how to shut it <laughs> and i was like yes and he was like okay are you sure though and I was like, I had it with this, like, I've had it with kids knocking on my windows at this point. And I just rolled a window. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's almost like being at one of those, you know, major intersections and you get hit up by three homeless guys. You finally. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, I would have almost rather that because I could have <laughs> given him a dollar and made him go away and avoided the awkward uh, exchange. And so I start driving forward and I hear like a tap on the back window as I'm like taking off. No. And I was like going to lose my mind. I look in at Zoe trying to open the door, but I was pulling away. And she <laughs> I was just going to say this, this would be great if it was Zoe because you were so distracted by all the unpleasantries that you just decided to take off and forget your damn kid. Now, setting that up, she's like, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot that happened in Carline in a while, but I do have two like kind of stories. That was by far my favorite Carline Chronicle that she had. We got to bring that back, man. The Carline Chronicle. Well, I, she's get, I know, but she now she's working, so someone else is picking up her kids. Now so. she's got to she's got to take a lunch break to I, <laughs> to go right to go pick them up. Right. So the very next episode, uh, drunk fairy dust and cheap glamour shots. So that one of my favorites. First, yep. Yep. That's your first episode. And you came on as a guest and I knew within 15 minutes that you're not going to be guesting. You're, you're going to be like, you're, you're, you're with us now. If you're interested, you're with us. Because you sent me like, that six figure contract. Uh, you faxed, you faxed <laughs> it to me halfway through the episode. I got to get a new agent because I'm not getting any, anywhere close <laughs> paying you. Now, so the the setup on that, and and we we discuss it in the episode. That was the day that Mary got her job, and she says, and this was the the day that Rachel and I got our, or it was the day after day of whatever. We had just gotten our second round of vaccine, so it was right. the day after. Where you're not supposed to drink for the first like 48 hours, and she's like, "Hey, can we have a cocktail?" And I'm like, "Okay." And my wife said, "Okay, I guess we're day drinking." So Mary had the two, and Rachel and I kept drinking all night. And I, I think I took a nap. I don't remember, but I know that when we started recording, I was grumpy as hell because I yeah I had taken a nap and woke I, I remember that a little drunk yeah. And she literally just, you know, sprinkled her dust, her drunk little fairy dust, and left. And Great then first wife, impression. Yeah, and then my wife the next day like was you're not supposed to drink she was i mean she stayed in bed all day i we think it was a side effect of just drinking from the drinking after the 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 shot well 5g radiation actually has a similar side effect oh so is that what really, that is you can't rule that out yeah. okay gotcha gotcha uh so then episode 24 hustle and wedding story that was uh you and i did a solo episode together that, that was, was like that fun. was very last minute i remember i yeah. came on you're like i think it's just gonna be me and you tonight yeah, yeah, because Mary had a work thing and all that. Uh, SpongeBob and the ice cream truck, you were – no, this is when I had all sorts of audio problems and I had to move to my living uh, room. That was Everybody visually watched. one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is if you watch it on YouTube, it's visually different for me than it was for you. Because yeah, you guys it is. keep freezing on, on Zoom, not me. 
but it's funny because you get to see you just be like <laughs> so just you can just see just be I was so deflated so i was so mad and just lounging on your your couch for yeah. soundproofing <laughs> and then you have that great promo video that came out of that when you started using the the cool uh cloning uh that was the one yeah background yep uh, so then D-Picks are never okay. You were out for that episode. That's when we yes. had Brad on from uh, the Gentleman Room podcast. Uh, Mary was in a little bit of a bad mood. We had another Carline Chronicles, which brings us to collectively probably our favorite episode yes. of all time. Episode 27, Jersey Sucks and Bad Tweets. So Hands what down. I did is I took a clip from segment three and also, for the first time, you're going to hear some never-before-heard audio of the conversation that takes place after we stop, uh, we stop recording. Right? So I Googled uh, Anchor Scott Buffet, and what I found was Scott's Twitter page. Oh, and God. I just need... I just need uh, Scott, I just need, do you have a Twitter page? I, I do. you know but how I to work a Twitter page? I, I, I do, <laughs> and I posted our Anchor link a couple times on uh, Twitter. I just, need, I, just, I just need a tweets. clarification on some tweets. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, I'm so excited. Oh, God, this friends. could be good. Scott's first ever tweet was, new to Twitter, just testing. <laughs> Which is how he honeypotted me into this podcast. He uh, he retweeted Dwight Howard. Okay. And then uh, after his retweet, <laughs> like his his my favorite tweet: stopping for lunch at mom's kitchen. The waitress here is hot. LOL. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, what? When was this? Mom's Please, kitchen was a was mom this? and pop. 2011. No. Oh. <laughs> mom's kitchen was a mom and pop. The other things is I, I'm very confused. You just start tweeting a bunch of addresses. Okay. <laughs> Chris, oh, screenshot it. Oh, Chris, what is that? Chris, I'm looking at it right now. It. Oh my no, god! Screenshot it and share it, please, on our pages because we're gonna have to look up these addresses <laughs> and see what they are. Like, what yeah, I'm just this. And then, you and then you let's and then and then on accident. No, when it was no, posting. no. It's like my address. It says it says uh, Gem Lake. I lived on Lake Gem, McDonald's, nine hundred two East Church Avenue. That was right next to my house. What? And then Mom's Kitchen. Oh my God. He thought it was like the Waze app. He thought it was. <laughs> and then I found out Scott's a big American Idol fan because on May twenty fifth, two thousand eleven, he 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 tweeted to Scott McCreary, "Congrats." You deserve it. No. Oh my God. Scott, <laughs> I'm Scotty, for you. I'm right looking now. at these right now. Yeah, this is uh, true. Chris, oh. um, I am so happy you're here. This is the best thing that's happened to us. <laughs> Scott, I just, we're, we're still recording, first, but we're good. Scott, I just, I, I was on your, I was still on your Twitter page and <laughs> I, I noticed he had 61 tweets. I was like, wait a second, there's only like 12 here. So I went to the people that you tweeted at. And on April 29, 2012, you mentioned every single Orlando Magic player and said, great oh, game last night. Never no! going to stop believing you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a playoff game. And Dwight Howard. He's like, I can explain. <laughs> it was totally okay. It's, yeah. it's literally every player. Big Baby Davis, JJ Redick, Ryan He's Anderson, like, what about the, the manager? Where's the towel boy? <laughs> oh, I wish I had that one. Uh... Did you man did you at the parking lot attendants too? Like they were there for support. <laughs> Thanks for parking us so smoothly. Oh, here, here's a tweet of Justin Bieber. No! <laughs> Thanks. Now gonna buy three copies. One for one one for my two girls, one for my wife. Good luck. We are proud of you. No! <laughs> 
These Patreon, we gotta up the tears on this Patreon. Okay, no, listen, I'm done. Okay, keep going. I, I need go, please. Most of it's just <laughs> tweeting at the Orlando Magic players. Most, most of it is like you're very like you are. You are the reason why they probably made it so far that year. They didn't. They lost to the <laughs> Exactly. That's what he's trying to say. Oh, <laughs> like man. we don't need any stalker issues out of this guy. Have you seen the people that I follow? Oh, that. My- my face hurts okay. from laughing just listening to that <laughs> over again. It just no, does not get I old. Know. I I I think I've listened to that uh, so many times. It was so funny. Funny thing and and I texted I think I texted you and Mary. I guess it was the same like the 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 one about the mom's kitchen servers hot uh-huh. had to have been right around this time because it popped up in my Facebook memories. Also, <laughs> my favorite part about that whole segment was just how hysterically uh, her how hysterical Mary was <laughs> the whole time. I like know. She was just losing it. Uh, I know. I know. And you were just sitting there, just trying to like re- like how like, like you were just like what is as soon like, as you said you found my Twitter, I'm like this is gonna be good. Oh I my knew. god! I knew. All right, so that takes us to episode 28. Uh, Red touches yellow could kill a fellow. Yeah, I had that snake in my yard. That was pretty. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and then episode 29, the one when Chris hates friends, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm getting death threats right now from adding you to the show uh, from my sister because of your comments about friends and Jennifer. Yeah, the, has- uh, the comment section on YouTube got a little ugly. Uh, I just checked, checked <laughs> yes. today. I know. I know. Yeah. And then uh, American Idol bust. That's when we had Alex from the Diz His podcast on. And that brings us to today's episode. That was a full recap of the history of the No New Friends podcast. Some things that I'm really excited about to look forward to in the future of the No New Friends podcast is over the next month, we're really going to focus on having a lot of guests on. And they're not going to necessarily yeah. be celebrity guests, but they're going to be guests or friends of mine or or acquaintances or whatever that... Strangers you met at Epcot. Strangers I met at Epcot. (laughs) (laughs) That I really want them to be able to push their brand, whether it's a service, a product, a a podcast, whatever. Uh, I want to just try to support local businesses and 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 people who have their own thing. Uh, Just like you know, we're trying to build this brand. They're trying to build a brand as well. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, Some of them aren't necessarily going to be building their brand. Like I've got the the DJ who is uh, exclusive to Disney. He's going to be coming on this month. And I've, I've got some cool guests lined up. And uh, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, but that's going to do it for the, we just set a record for the longest episode in No New Friends podcast history. Uh, we're not going to be putting out another episode until next Thursday. So you have a whole week to listen to this episode. I probably should have said that at the very beginning of the episode. You know, maybe I'll edit that because it's a little bit too late now. You've heard the old episode. We'll put a little disclaimer in the, yeah, in the beginning. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, our new schedule is we're going to be publishing episodes on Thursday night and Sunday night. That way you've got some for your Friday morning commute and then your Monday morning commute or afternoon, whichever you choose. Yeah. Listen to it when you want. Who cares? It's a podcast. Twice, three times, four times. Exactly. Or you can listen to it, you know, three weeks after it comes out. It's fine. Although we prefer it within the first seven days, but you know, whatever. It's cool. We're not picky. 
We're not picky at all. As always, please follow us on Facebook, No New Friends Podcast, the Instagram, no.new.friends.podcast. YouTube, please, please subscribe to our channel. We're trying to get to 1,000 as quickly as possible, 1,000 subscribers, that is. So please check us out. Give us a little view. Uh, by the time this episode airs, in fact, as soon as we're done recording, I am uploading the Drinking Around the World video, which is going to be fantastic. If you haven't already seen that, check that out. Uh, so there's still time to nominate us for Orlando Best of uh, Orlando Weekly, Best of Orlando competition under the categories best local color best local podcast visit our patreon www.patreon.com please subscribe if you want to do our fantasy football we want you on there we're going to have some merchandise coming up there very very soon and then also please check out our sponsor i believe services i believe services.us 407-928-4595 for all your cleaning needs make sure you tell them that the no new friends podcast sent you and we'll be back next thursday Okay, bye.